Sheen Reeson on Radio 3. I have no idea why. I blame my computer. That's it. But there's something about that song. It's called Serious Political un- in- Incorrectivity. Join us on Facebook Live. Danny Hicks just pointed <laughs> that out to me. He's here to say hello. Good morning, Danny. How are you, Danny Hicks? I'm fine. I'm fine, Phil. Um, yeah, Everybody's nine to five. Yeah. Really was from a different age, wasn't it? Oh, that, that no kidding. Song. You couldn't. You've just quite People, rightly pointed out to me. You, you couldn't really play that these days, the, even though I just the did. The little wife, the little <laughs> wife waiting at home loyally, doing the housework for, for her husband who earns all the pay so that they can have fun in the evening. He takes and, the um, morning train. Oh, come on, it's a great... Yeah, grand. he takes some more to, to earn his pay. You were 16 uh, when that came out. Do you remember it very yeah, clearly? Yeah, anyway. Okay, we won't I was 16 when they came out. <laughs> and so you, must have, you must have been about 25 then. Oh. Happy birthday for yesterday, Phil. <laughs> 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 All right, let's talk about Anyway, sport. nine to five. Yeah, let's talk about tennis because I've been immersed in the Australian Open. I've been covering it from Hong Kong for AFP, Agence France Press, my uh, day job yeah. as sports editor for Making them. Tea. Normally I'm down there in Melbourne, gnashing teeth like everyone else that we... We can't travel this year. And nine to five, I'm afraid, is not a tennis score. Seven to five would be. Seven five in, in, in a set, but not nine five. But, uh, yeah, we're reaching the, the, the business end, the sharp end of the tournament now after two weeks almost. Uh, day 12 today of the tournament. And we see the last men's semi-final today. Uh, that'll be uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas, the 22-year-old Greek, against Daniel Medvedev of Russia, the, uh, well, Fantastic uh, run he's on, nine games unbeaten. I'll talk a bit about that later. Yeah. The winner of that will play Novak Djokovic. But first, we have the uh, the women's final tomorrow um, and, and we had the women's semi-final yesterday and we had an absolute blockbuster, Serena Williams, of course, going for her 24th Grand Slam title, which would equal the all-time record of Margaret Court. Yeah. Oh. And I'm afraid she came up short again against uh, Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka would beat her in that incredible... 2018 US Open final when uh, Serena accused the umpire of being a thief and all sorts and had a game docked and both players are in tears and Serena having Naomi Osaka won it of course become the first Japanese Grand Slam winner in history and uh, was in tears and had to be consoled by the person who lost it because Serena had, had made such a song and dance but anyway no such history on it yesterday when they uh, competed in the semi-final but the same re- the same result Naomi Osaka won in straight sets this time, and uh, she uh, is flying the flag for Asia lovely, and Japan. Isn't she? As a person, and she is, she she is delightful to talk to. Yeah. She, there's no, there's no fuss about her. You know, she just speaks her mind, and, and delightfully so. And we'll hear a bit from her in a minute. But first of all, uh, to Serena, of course, who four years now since she won her last Grand Slam title at the Australian Open in 2017, when she was pregnant with her with her daughter Alexis Olympia, and. Um, you know, came back and has been trying to get that 23rd, 24th Grand Slam ever since and got to the semi-final and failed again. And um, the way she walked off court yesterday, she put her hand on her heart. She looked very upset. She got a massive ovation from the Australian crowd. And um, it looked like it was a bit of a valedictory walk-off. You know, she's 40 this year. She'll be 40 in August. We see her back in Australia in this part of the world again. It remains to be seen, or is she going to hang it up and just become a mum to the kid that she loves, you know, uh, uh, the daughter that she had. Mm. As I said, she's three years old now, and and uh, maybe she wants to get on with the rest of her life. But it did seem like that might be the last Australian. It, it certainly felt that way, and it certainly felt that way in a press conference afterwards when this happened. 
I don't know. The Aussie crowd is so amazing, so it was nice to see. Some people wondered if this is you were almost saying farewell. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I if I ever say farewell, I wouldn't tell anyone. So I'm undone. Yeah, tears, walkout, um, sensational. Just three minutes into her press conference uh, uh, with the likes of us uh, joining in from here on Zoom and, and, and our, our reporter there in the press centre. And um, she was asked, you know, fairly innocuous questions really about, you know, was that the last time? And then she was asked about the, the sort of unforced errors in the game. And she said, you heard what happened. She just welled up and welled up. And in the end, just burst into tears and said, I'm done and walked out. Um and that really has got us thinking that that might Does be that the last the time. Does that mean the big I'm done? Yeah. Um, she kind of got, you know, time Time is against her, isn't it? She's 39, as I say, she's 40 this year. You cannot go on forever. As great as she has been, I think, the greatest player we've ever seen, never mind Margaret Court's record. That was in a different era. Margaret Court won 13 Australian Opens when nobody travelled down to Australia to play in it. She was only playing against See, fellow Australians. There you go. Very different now, you know. She won 11 in the Open era, but um, Serena's won, you know, 23. And, and she first won, what, the US Open in 1999? I mean, she, in a different millennium. Um, you know, 22 years on, and she's still there in semi-finals. But last year, tellingly, was... The first year since 2006, she never reached a Grand Slam final. Yeah. She hasn't reached one again this year. And, of course, Naomi Osaka grew up idolising Serena. You can see her game is based on many, many... She copies a lot of Serena. She's got the similar sort of power game. And, of course, Naomi was asked about uh, Serena afterwards and, and what it would mean to her if it was the last time we saw her in a Grand Slam. It's like always a surreal moment, even just to see her in real life, like close up, because I, I rarely see her, to be honest. Uh, I think our practice times are different and stuff. Um, um, of course, every time I play her, I feel like it's something I'll definitely remember a lot. And I don't know, it's kind of sad when you say it like that, because for me, I, I want her to play forever. Um, well, that's the little kid in me. Yeah, that's the little kid in Naomi. Doesn't she speak lovely? You know, she, she's talking, she's referring to, of course, the little kid she was when she was growing up, mm. watching Serena play. And and you do with these players, and we've got the same in the men's game with the likes of Roger Federer, who's not here this year in Australia, who, who and, and will try and come back from injury. But he'll be 40 later this year, and um, oh, he's 39 later this year. And, and you know, they can't go on forever. We, we think they're immortal. They can go on forever. But, you know, tennis is such a physical game especially in Grand Slams, uh, where you've got to play seven matches to, to win a and, title. Unless you're McEnroe and you um, become an amazing commentator, he thinks he's happier doing that, yeah. doesn't he, than he was playing. I think he probably is. I think he's a great commentator. And, <laughs> it's, um, awesome. you know, it's, it's lovely to have the insight of someone who is such a master of the, of the craft on the court. But, of course, uh, Osaka was, um, was asked as well about, you know, what it would mean to... to what, what, what it is with her... With, she. She's got a remarkable record, Naomi. She, whenever she gets past the fourth round in a Grand Slam, she's mm. won. She's won three Grand Slams so far. She's never lost a quarterfinal. She's never lost a semifinal. She's never lost a final when she gets there. And she was asked, what is the difference with her that she never loses these big games? I have this mentality of people don't remember the runners-up. I mean, you, you might, but, like, the winner's name is the one that's engraved, so... I think I fight the hardest in the finals. That's where, you know, you sort of set yourself apart. 
Yeah, and she does, doesn't she, every time. And she really is taking over from Serena at the top of the game, I think. And, you know, Naomi, if she does it tomorrow, that'll be her fourth Grand Slam title at the age of 23. So, um, you know, if she th- you think if she could pick up two more a year on average or one or two a year for the next 10, 12 years, she'll be up there with Serena uh, and knocking at the door. I mean, that's a big ask and there's a long way to go in this, but... Uh, yeah, uh, is, she, is she a new breed of kind of? Is she the benchmark of how it's going to be with various niches and various things that she has that perhaps we haven't seen before? Maybe I can ask you this. Join us on Facebook Live if you want to join in and have a chat with Danny Morning Brew. We're there. What do you think about the Aussie tennis? I've, well, one of one of the things she talked about in the press conference yesterday was how she matured during lockdown and quarantine last year. It enabled her to to get a perspective on the world and and. Of course, she was at the forefront of things like the Black Lives Matter movement on her run to winning the US Open last year. She wore a different mask each day, um, commemorating uh, a name of a, of a victim of police brutality or racial injustice in yeah. America. And she re- received widespread plaudits from that, something that Serena Williams has lauded her for. And Serena Williams has been at the forefront of the Black Lives Matter as well. So there's very much a parallel there between them. And I think she's emerged as... Well, I first interviewed Naomi Osaka at the 2017 Hong Kong Open, would you believe, four years ago, when she reached the quarterfinals. And um, did you, she did, beat Venus did you get any clips on the way. But she did you get any clips <laughs> on that you can dig out for another day? I can't remember if we played I them. might have them on my phone somewhere. I don't tend to throw things away. And um, she, was a, she was undoubtedly a talent. She's, you know, she's this powerful figure, but very gently spoken, as you can hear, off mm. the court. And almost little girl like her voice and she was painfully shy at that stage she didn't like to uh, she she's always been reluctant to answer questions in japanese even though she speaks japanese of course she's japanese of haitian descent she lives in the states yeah. um when 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 she's asked co- questions in press conference by the japanese media she answers in english mm. because she's so um it's not because she can't speak japanese she's just afraid Japanese is one of those languages, uh, as we know it. in Asia, where, where, where you, you know, there's those nuances of, um, you know, uh, politeness and and reverent. You know, you have to gotcha. say the right thing to such someone's older than you and all this. And she's so uh, worried that she might just infer the wrong thing or say a word in a slightly wrong tone and means and it be taken the wrong way that she always answers in English. So she's very considerate like that. And when she beat Serena yesterday, she gave her a bow at the net in true Japanese style. It was lovely to see. Um, and But going back to Hong Kong four years ago, people will have seen her play there. She beat Venus Williams, which is, was her biggest victory over anyone to date at that point. And um, she was ranked 60-something in the world and up and coming. Mm. And I spoke to her afterwards, but she was painfully shy. She was like, oh, she was like, oh I don't know why you're asking me that. Can you not ask me things and she was oh, all like this and scary. but she's a no but she, i was the only english-speaking media there as well which which probably was a bit intimidating yeah this big bald fella comes <laughs> nosferatu's uh, running younger brother comes and says, Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um but to see the difference in her now and the yes. way she's so confident and the way she speaks and three grand slam titles and she really is becoming the face of women's tennis she is now the highest paid sportswoman in the world bar none she's taken over from serena williams on that last year according to forbes she really is uh, going to be around for years to come and she grows from strength to strength both in personality and on the court and i wish her well because she's great for us here in asia she's great for japan 
And wouldn't it be great if we get the Olympics on this year and she can star in Japan and maybe win an Olympic gold medal for she Japan be in Japan? Big That'd in be Japan. wonderful. She can um, get that queued up for the next song, will you? <laughs> anyway, Wayne, there is another person in the final tomorrow. It's not all a Naomi Osaka. Jennifer Brady, a young American, who also played at Hong Kong in that same tournament in 2017, got to her first WTA semi final that year before losing to Daria Gavrilova, as I say. I was, and um, she caught my eye a little bit. She was powerful, but she was a bit inconsistent. She's nailed that consistency now. She reached the US Open semi-final last year um, where she lost to Naomi Osaka. Mm -hmm. She'll be out for revenge tomorrow. And uh, I think she'll take Naomi very close. She's, she's got a powerful game beforehand. She's a, you know, she grew up playing tennis from the age of seven, Chris Everett Academy in Florida and this sort of thing. Um, and she's really had a slow but steady climb to the top level in tennis. Her rankings improved every year. She's, what, 20-odd in the world now. Yeah. And she's into her first Grand Slam final. Whether she'll have enough to beat Osaka remains to be seen. I think probably not on this occasion. But watch out for the name Jennifer Brady. I think she's the next sort of star of American tennis uh, to come through. Bit of a late bloomer, 25 years old. But as I say, a slow progression. Other, other players from her from her, her sort of college years and that, have already hit the top, Madison Keys, Coco van der Vege and others in America. But Brady is the one who's taken longer to get there, and I think the one she's the one who'll endure. And obviously Serena's at the top of the American game, but as we said, her, her days really are numbered uh, uh, in tennis. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if Serena maybe goes Olympics, last US Open, last Wimbledon this year, and, and out. Um, but there's the men's final coming up Sunday, uh, women's final, if you want to watch it tomorrow, 4.30 our time, 7.30 Melbourne time. Mm -hmm. And uh, before that, we've got to decide the last uh, men's finalist to meet Novak Djokovic. As I say, that will be Tsitsipas or Medvedev. Medvedev, the, the form player on the circuit at the moment, 19 right. straight win in the ATP Cup. They'll play at 4.30 tonight our time if you want to catch that. But Novak Djokovic has been a, a world number one, eight times champion, going for his 18th Grand Slam. What a story he's been. A week ago, I would have said there's no way he's going to make another match on Sunday, let alone play in the final. He had an injury against Taylor Fritz in the third round. He barely got through the game, somehow squeaked through in five sets. He's been hampered since. But he came out last night, blew away the Russian qualifier, uh, Aslan Karatsev, another story of the tournament in straight sets. A qualifier on debut got to a Grand Slam semi-final, first time in history incredible story but Djokovic has took his place in the final and as for the injury he says it's all behind him now this is best as I felt uh, in the entire tournament I mean uh, felt great I, 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 I could swing through the ball I mean no pain uh, just best match so far it came at the right time and I'm just uh, I'm thrilled I'm thrilled to feel this way for sure yeah, incredible. I mean, there's some people have been a bit unkind to Novak Djokovic. Nick Kyrgios among them saying, you know, was he faking the injury uh, to try and get a bit of sympathy, a bit of, bit of mind games. But I think when you're at the top level, you don't fake an injury. I mean, 18, 17 Grand Slams already. Eight. He's won the last two years in a row. Eight uh, Australian Opens, which is already a record. He's going for nine uh, on Sunday. And... Um, but he's going to be up against, you know, Stefanos Tsitsipas, 22-year-old Greek. I saw him two years ago in Melbourne knock out Roger Federer in the quarterfinals yeah. when he was 20 years old. Knew, knew at that point this, this boy is going to be a star. And he's a great character as well. Loves his art off the, off the court. Uh, likes to make amateur movies. Um, he's, he's very sort of philosophical. Said he found his nirvana in his, uh, 
incredible uh, quarterfinal win against Rafael Nadal, knocked out Rafael Nadal in five sets after being two sets down and really being blown away in the third set, but somehow hung on to take it to a tie break, showed incredible guts, nicked the tie break, uh, and then never looked back. Fourth and fifth sets, super fit. He got a walkover in the fourth round, which helped his fitness probably. He's going to be very dangerous, but I think Daniel Medvedev, the Russia, Russia have really dominated the early part of the season. Uh, Rublev was beaten by Medvedev in the in the in the quarterfinal. As I say, Karatsev got the semi-final. They won the ATP Cup. Medvedev won the WTA Tour Finals last year and the Paris Masters. He's unbeaten in 17 matches. Hmm. He might just have a little bit too much for Sitsipas on this occasion, but I think it's going to be a great match tonight. The winner, of course, you get to the final and then you have to face the. If you're a Greek, you have to face the colossus that is Novak Djokovic in the <laughs> final. On the, you know, Novak Djokovic, eight Australian Open finals, eight wins. He's into a ninth on Sunday. Um, he's going to take some stopping now. He's back to being fully fit, and uh, you know, it's it's his tournament. It's his court, and and you know, love him or hate him, he's he's a bit marmite, Djokovic. There's a lot of people don't like him in the sport. <laughs> he did a lot of things wrong last year, having tournaments during COVID, people getting infected. And uh, he upset a lot of people, but he's mesmerising to watch when he's in this form. So there you go. Women's final tomorrow, men's final Sunday, all set up for you. Get in front of a telly, crack open a beer and your popcorn, watch some tennis. It'll nice. be great. Danny Hicks, sports and all, same time, same place next week. Thanks a lot. Love your work. It's nearly time for us to get to the news.